You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers. We are we are back in pack. We're still in pack war with Sir Crokington, who has to finish off clearing out all the all the biggest threats in the ruins below Pakura before some of them get out. We still have to deal with the big snake and that skeleton. Everything else they can probably handle. And they don't really seem that organized either. The boy just will keep wandering around in there. Uh, those, those are the one. Those are the ones I'm worried about. Pity there's no way for me to close it again afterwards. But meh. explore the ruins below Pakwa. I'll just do the part dark pool of muck again. Just gonna quick combat my way through that. It's the same. It's all all the same XP you got. Well, you get every time you. We do it. 64. And of course there's some combat experience. But just a little bit. And make sure to heal up. Because it's cheaper to heal out of combat than in combat. And uh, toilet experience to general. I think this is the last one. Suddenly, 128 to general, 32 to all skills and powers. Yes, 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 there we are. Just a little bit more XP. Now you can go you can go back there every now and again. Step out of the NC basin, yes, step out of the basin. Now it doesn't say how long it takes to reset. Which is Something, but uh, just 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 assume. Just do it once per get per session, probably. I mean, if you're that concerned about maximizing your XP, but you don't really need to do that. You get plenty. You got plenty of XP just doing everything once. Doing all this, all the story bits. And that gives you more than enough XP to do everything you want to do. You don't need to grind it with. You can, but you don't have to. Not even for gold. But, but, you don't, but for gold, you have to remember to sell your stuff. 
back to, back to where you're exploring suddenly. As you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of the unmistakable and unnerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns of the collapsed structure and wait with bated breath as the sound draws closer. Only seconds later, you're forced to stifle an alarmed gasp as a massive, black-scaled serpent slides into view less than 20 yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, easily 40 feet in length and nearly 3 feet in diameter, raises its sleek but bulky head and allows its flickering tongue to taste the air. And me! Unlike your previous encounters with serpents, however, the fearsome cre- 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 creature remains where it is. Seeing you intrigued by one or more of the senses as discovered. So I can attack the giant serpent, or remain where I am and hope it doesn't notice me. I, I'm going to click the second, just because I don't think I've ever actually clicked it before. I just want to see what happens. After several tense minutes, the serpent lowers its massive head and swiftly slivers off into the shadows, disappearing from sight. Vowing to remain on guard in these ancient ruins, you promptly resume your exploration. Hmm, I guess it's the advantage of being... of being cold-blooded, is that Sir Croakington doesn't show up. Doesn't show up on that snake's heat vision. That's the excuse I'm giving. (laughs) Explore, keep exploring, suddenly. Your exploration comes to a bot halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black-robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris. With your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The haunting stare of the woe skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, its bone hand clutching a small wooden chest, steps towards you and assumes a defiant posture. In, any, in that instant, a dull red glow appears in each of the skeleton's hollow eye socket, sockets. Ooh, it's got glowing eyes! That's never a good thing! Better attack it. Fighting to overcome the powerful aura of fear being protected by the sinister undead sorcerer. You rush forward to launch your attack. I wonder, is this something left over from the original pack war? That was before that was before before normal history even begun. Before before Seer led the colonization of this continent. Begin combat. Okay. Skeletal, Skeletal made his eyes flare brightly as an intense wave of pain surges through your mind. Fortunately, no damage. Because I just shrug it off. Okay. Alright, I'm just gonna. Just gonna keep stabby, stabby, stab, stab. Oh, it got a special out, but I didn't read it. But I'll read the next one. Okay. I just keep stabby, 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 stabby. 
Your mind feels it's about to explode. Your head feels it's about to explode as your mind is assailed by the enemy's potent psionic attack. Oh, I'm still, I'm, pu I'm pulling ahead though. Oh, another sonic attack for 20 damage, and then another for another 20 damage, then another for 10 damage. Okay, this is this is taking a while. It, this skeleton has a lot, a lot of health. Because because it has thousands of years worth of grudges. Oh, and it's got an anti-magic aura too. Because of course it does. But I still have the quick step. Right, I'm, I'm just... Sorry, 16 damage from the sonic attack, then 20, then 15. Then 17. Then another 17. Okay, once I get below 50, 50 health, I'll use the quick stone. Alright, it's now... It's now halfway dead, and we're on round 94. Like, yeah, this is a lot of health. A lot, a lot of health. Okay. Another sonic attack for nine. Okay, time to use the quickstone. There. Quickstone fully heals me. Now I just gotta finish it off. Just keep stabbing. Stabby, stab, 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 stab. And it's trying to make my head explode. And I stabby, stabby, stab, stab, stab. As it tries to make my head explode. Make my head explode as I stabby stab. It's trying to make my head explode, which is unfortunate because I need my head for various things. Like putting my brain in and putting the food in and seeing out of and smelling things with and putting the pie in. I'm putting the pie out when you've ate too much pie and you're sick. <laughs> stabby, stabby, stab, stab, stab. It's 8% of its health left. Stabby, stabby, 6% left. Oh, I think I might have to use the second quick... Yeah, yeah, time for the second quickstone heal. The quick, your quickstone shimmers and goes bright as it fully heals you. It's very nearly done. Few more attacks. <sighs> After 196 stabs and two quickstone heals, I have defeated this skeletal mage. And that's the first that's the first time I ever defeated a skeletal mage regularly. With just regular attacks. I mean, previously I've used I've used uh, I've used the uh, the black black octagonal gems, but they it takes a long time to get those. And I've used the black steel axe, which has its instant undead killing power, which we saw which we saw in action for the strange statue quest. Just scroll down, you'll find it. But now it is slain. And you get just 14 experience. 14 combat experience for that. 
but then 2048 experience to general. That's because the XP you get is not in any way determined by how much health the foe has. It's just not factored in at all. Because... Because most of the XP comes from how narratively important the fight is. So, even a super easy fight could give hundreds of XP if it's, if it's narratively important. And also 2048 to general. If I said that before, it only, I don't, you're not getting it twice, just once. Without a sound, the fearsome undead, undead maze topples into a heap of splintered bone and tattered black cloth. After taking a few moments to catch your breath, you step forward and make a thorough search of the sinister being's remains. Then, not having found anything of interest, you turn your attention to the small wooden chest he was carrying. The, wood, the chest isn't locked. And after examining it closely, you carefully open the lid and discover that the sturdy, iron-banded box contains 11 scrolls. It's making certain you're not in any intimate danger from anything lurking in the darkness nearby. You said, well, there are many things in the darkness, but, most, but the only thing I'm really worried about now is the snake. You set about examining the scrolls. You unfurl the first of the eleven scrolls in the chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbol scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 1,024 experience to all skills and powers! And it's even the ones I don't have yet, it's destored. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. Oh no! Say the historians. What could we have learned from that scroll? You haven't just read it so hard. You went and read it too hard and it's crumbled. We're lost forever. Lost forever. Well, hopefully, any knowledge that it, that it contained is, sim is in my head now. So I'll be able to... Write it all down later. It's permanently in my head. Permanently. It cannot leave it. Even if I want it to. That's what the 1024 XP to all skills and powers, powers symbolise. Symbolises ancient knowledge. Gatling gun straight into your brain. Taking a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. Prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the second of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach, reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to conjuration. I guess that's pretty nice. Yeah, that, well, pl plenty of experience for levelling up conjuration now. That was nearly enough for the next level, all right, Olson. Okay, its conjuration is now 60. Then your sheet of parliament, parchment suddenly crumples to dust. 
take a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. You prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the second of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to destruction. Well, of course the skeleton would have that. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. After taking a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass, you prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the fourth of the Evan scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its surface. As to reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful disorientating sensation. 2048 experienced divination. The ancient sheet apartment suddenly crumbles to dust. Take a few moments to allow the disorientated sensations to pass. Pass on furl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the fifth of the Ebon scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols etched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to Elemental. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. Oh! Historians are really going to hate Sir Crokington now. Take a few moments to allow a disorientating sensation to pass. Prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the sixth of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 XP to fortification. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. Take a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. You prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the sixth, the seventh of the eleven scrolls in the chest and allow your eyes to wander over the swain scrimbles that scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to gating. And above all these powers, it just writes the name of the power. That might that might be that might be a note or something in the game that somehow got coded as actual text, I think. Then an H sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. Take a few moments to eat it so in haste to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. You prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the eighth of the eleven scrolls in the chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to 42 illusion. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. So take you a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. You prepare to unfurl and weave the next scroll. You unfurl the ninth of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its weathered surface. 
As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disturbing sensation. 2,048 experience to necromancy. Yes, that is very disorientating. I said disturbing, but it's that too. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. So such a terrible historian you are, Arthur Crokington. You're supposed to preserve these scrolls. At least until you can have them transliterated. Because they prob- that's probably all you can do. Because the translating would take, t- would take more time. The sort of thing that can only be done by, you know, professional scholars with a lot of time on their hands. Crumbles to dust. Take a few moments to, to allow the disorientating sensation to pass. Prepare to unfurl and read the next scroll. You unfurl the tenth of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbols scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to restoration. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. This is the last one. After taking a few moments to allow the disorientating sensation to pass, pair to unfurl and weed the last scroll. You unfurl the eleventh of the eleven scrolls in your chest and allow your eyes to wander over the strange symbol scratched onto its weathered surface. As you reach the end of the scroll, you're suddenly overcome by a powerful, disorientating sensation. 2048 experience to telekinesis. The ancient sheet of parchment suddenly crumbles to dust. And that is that. Now, if for some reason I ended up learning an 11th power through some sort of epic adventure, then then it'll just go through all the powers in go through the first 10 powers in alphabetical order, and then you wouldn't get experience to telekinesis. Unless, of course, this power was even later on in the alphabet than telekinesis. But uh, this theoretical power, um, it isn't. It it isn't. (laughs) I know what it is. You probably know what it is. But I'm not going to say it because that would be spoilers. It's more dust. Yes, yes. What a terrible historian Sir Crokington is. You found 11 documents are thousands of years old that have been preserved perfectly for millennia. But I look at them for... I I spend two minutes with them and they're destroyed. That is just typical adventurers, really. Typical adventurers. Okay. Having concluded your examination of the chest and its contents, you prepare to once again set off and resume your exploration of the ancient, mysterious ruins beneath Pakwar. Suddenly, you're just about to turn and move off into the ruins. Just as you're about to turn and move off into the ruins, your eyes catch sight of something lying at the bottom of the small wooden chest. 
You quickly lean over to take a closer look, and are surprised to discover an engraved bone wand now rests in the otherwise empty container. You're certain the wand was not there when you first opened the chest. Hmm. I'm guessing that's another thing the scrolls did. They summoned the wand. Realising the wand may prove to be some value or significance, you probably take possession of it. It's an engraved bone wand. You found this engraved bone wand in the bottom of the small wooden chest that was carried by a robed skeleton in the ruins beneath Pakor. With the wand now safely in your possession, you once again resume your exploration of the ruins beneath Pakor. For all we know, maybe the combined knowledge of an entire ancient and long-lost civilization is in that wand. Because I, I assume that's what the, what the scrolls did, maybe? We, we don't know. It's the ancients. Ancients are always mysterious. Because they, they have to be. Because we, we... The reasons they do things, are the, they've been forgotten. So it's, this is a mystery. Although it probably made perfect sense to them at the time. With one now safely in possession, you'll once again resume your exploration of the wounds beneath Pakwar. Okay. Explore now. Four staggering skeletons. Down they go. Keep exploring, keep exploring. The wounds beneath Pakwar. It's a fanged ghoul. Not much of a threat, but gotta deal with it. Two staggering skeletons. Quick combat. Yep, keep exploring. Suddenly, as you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of the unmistakable and nerving sound of something large striking yourself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns of the of the collapsed structure and wait with braided breath as its sound draws closer. Only seconds later you're forced to stifle an alarmed gasp as the massive black-scaled serpent slides into view less than 20 yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, easily 40 feet in length and nearly 3 feet in diameter, raises its sleek but bulky head, allowing its flickering tongue to taste the air. And me! Unlike Previous encounters with Serpent, however, the fearsome creature remains where it is, seemingly intrigued by one or more of the senses discovered. Wait a minute, is this Serpent actually no threat to me at all? No threat at all? Is it just... It's just like, where'd the rats go? Where'd the rats go? There are all these silver-eyed rats, but they're gone. What am I going to eat now? Thinks the serpent. Oh, poor serpent. I'm going to put you out of your misery by murdering you. Mm. Attack the giant serpent. You steal out of the shadows and swiftly move to attack the massive black-scaled serpent. The fearsome creation, its head as large as that of an ancient dragon, whirls about to confront you as you draw to within ten yards of its flank. With a sound that falls somewhere between a roar and a hisk. 
the giant serpent stretches wide its fang-filled jaws and lunges at you, picking a number. Bonus of 54. 20 from agility, 6 from luck, 10 from body, 18 from woodmanship. Got to get 75 or more. Or I'm going to get swallowed whole. Pick now. Failure. The massive serpent's jaws slap closed around you as its steel-hard fangs tear into your flesh. I take 42 damage. Fortunately, it overshot me. So the actual fangs only skimmed me. I'm now in its mouth. As the mighty creature loosens its bite in an attempt to obtain a better grip of its prey, prey, you manage to slip out of its mouth and land on the ground in a wet, bloody heap. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I just... I'm, it opened its mouth too wide and I managed to get out. Yes, yeah, because... It thought I was bigger than I are than I was, so it opened it dislocated its jaws and I put them really wide. But I was only I was only a lid. I was only it did barely need it. It didn't even need to dislocate its jaws at all. And so I could I could just jump out, wounded. But Pat Fang well, that his bite is apparently not venomous. Or if it's a, it is venomous, it's one of those venoms that I'm immune to, with toad power. You struggle to your feet and counterattack. Okay, I'm gonna jump on its head, because that's the only place it cannot bite me. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. making every effort to stay away from the massive black-scale serpent's deadly jaws because I've jumped on its head. You bravely engage the fearsome behemoth. Massive black serpent. The massive massive serpent wears back and strikes at you. No, that's not what it's doing. It's lashing at me with its tail. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 12 damage. No, that's not what happened. That was it tail whipping me. It cannot bite me. I am on its head. That's the only place it cannot bite. In all the world, it is the only place the snake cannot bite you. Everywhere else, everywhere else in the entire world, it could bite you. You could be underground, in the air, on land or sea. It could find you and it could bite you. But if you're on your head, on its head, it cannot bite you. Oh, that more tail whip for nine damage. Okay. I'm stabbing. It's trying to strike me, but it's not working. This has a lot of health, but it's nowhere near as 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 near near as vigorous as the so which bite if enemy turns into your flesh. 
Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Keep going, keep going. It's nearly done, nearly done. And it is slain. 13 combat experience, 2,048 experience to general. With a ragged hiss, which sends a foul blast of air soaring out of the dying serpent's cavernous maw. The fearsome creature's enormous black-scaled body shudders violently before quickly becoming still. As you step back from the unmoving remains of the slain serpent, struggling to catch your breath, you suddenly become aware of a dark pool of what appears to be blood falling beneath the, the beast's cut and battered head. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what happens when you stab someone repeatedly. The blood, blood comes out. The dark pool, unless it's a skeleton. No matter how much you scab a stab a skeleton, no blood comes out. Or Otorok. No blood comes out of those either. Or constructs of various kinds, no blood comes out of those. Or ghosts. No blood comes out of ghosts either. But with but with But as part from those exceptions are probably more that I can't think of that I'm not getting to right now. If you stab things enough, blood comes out. The dark pool, perhaps an inch deep, continues to expand on the stony ground until it is nearly five feet wide. Thick stream, thick wisps of steam rise up from the surface of the black pool. You're not certain you should get any closer to the puddle of serpent blood. Okay, let me just... Just check whether I should. Yep, yep, I'm, I'm going to touch it. I am going to touch that blood. Step closer to the puddle of blood. As you step towards the steaming puddle of black blood, the slowly expanding pool suddenly begins to whipple and wave. Without warning, the pool circles forward and washes over your feet before swiftly retreating, staring down, aghast at the sticky dark film that covers your feet. You step away from the carcass of the massive serpent. A sense of terror takes hold of you as your thoughts become jumbled and your head begins to swim. Dark, unsettling images take form in your mind. 1,024 experience to the general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. Getting a lot of all skills and powers experience round about now. Your mind continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You envision a wide, jagged opening in the earth, swallowing the walls and towers of a mighty city as it stands perched on the cliffs overlooking the sea. Ah. Okay, okay, is this a memory? Or is it just... just... Just a fantasy of the snake being really big and eating cities. 2,040 experience general, 256 experience to all skills and powers. Your mind continues, continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You vision a pair of large, black, reptilian eyes. Fixing you with a lifeless gaze from out of a region of impenetrable darkness. 
4,096 experience to general, 512 experience to all skills and powers. Your mind continues to churn as a series of unsettling images pass through your thoughts. You envision, you envision a lone woman locked in mortal combat against a massive black-scale serpent. The woman, near to a defeat, suddenly executes a series of deadly strokes that serve to dispatch the fearsome beast. As the serpent expires, however, the shadow of the woman swiftly slips away from, slips away from the scene of the battle, leaving the victorious... Sawyer's combatant alone next to the remains. The shadow of a woman swiftly slips away, flips away from the scene of battle, leaving the victorious combat alone next to the remains of the slain serpent. Okay, wait, is there two women? Okay, I don't understand this scene. Is, is there two? Okay, is the... Did the woman's shadow... Just get up and leave her? Like some sort of Peter Pan stuff? Leaving victorious combat alone next to remains of the slain serpent. Well, well, you would read that however you want. As your head begins to clear, you lean up against a large stone block. Once the cornerstone of some grand structure, and attempt to regain your bearings. Last, having fully recovered from the brief but unsettling episode, you take a final look at the remains of the slain serpent before once again setting off to resume your exploration. Okay, three more explorings. If nothing interesting turns up, I will declare these wounds cleansed enough. Cleansed enough. No longer a dire threat to the city of Pakwar. Just a minor inconvenience that they can probably handle on their own. Well, they have no choice now. Because I've no way to see all the place. Let's put on now. It's a greater witherer. There we are. Keep going. One. Four wag-clagged skeletons, two, three wag-clagged skeletons, there we are. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm back, back, back to the main part of Pakuro. Time to save. Now, can I row out the stone columns again? Attempt to climb to the stairs. Recalling your previous successful ascent, you retrace your steps um, up the winding narrow stair all the way to the top of the town stone column. No, 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 no. There's, there's no way to just go down there and close off the undercity again. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just to make absolutely sure nothing gets out. You're standing atop the broad, flat summit of the massive stone column. The view from this lofty vantage point is unparalleled. 
looking to the east and west, you can see for miles along the rugged but beautiful northern Tyson coast. Almost directly south, your gaze falls upon Pacquo's Grand Harbour, the wide, deep cove at the back of which stands the formidable spectre of the ancient, fortified, heavily fortified seaport in the centre of the column summit, almost flush with its weathered stone surface, is a square iron hatch. You certainly recall, certainly and vividly recall your battle with the floating sword, the murky depth of the shadowy lair on the core of the column. And I can't go down there again. Because it just doesn't occur. It just doesn't occur to your hero to just... Close off the city. It's just lock the city under city up again once you're done with it. Yeah, well, that's adventurous for you. Always leaving open and long unlocked doors everywhere they go. It's just what they do. They do that. They look. They leave everything open after themselves, and also everything stolen. All right, back down the base of the column. Uh, head back to the harbour. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I cannot close off the city. The undercity. Okay, but I can return to Timikif. Show Timikif some of your items. Got quite a lot of things to show him. The Red Hilted Longsword. The moment you produce the Red Hilted Longsword, Timikif eyes widen. And he steps forward to closely examine the weapon. Now, this is quite remarkable. Wherever did you come by something like this? Very interesting. Timokif studies the sword for several memes, for at last offering to purchase it from you. He tells you he will give you 16 adventurer tokens for the long sword. I wonder, I wonder, will the sword be just picked up again? Possibly by... Possibly by that, that that part guy who tried to pickpocket me. He would just pick it up, enchant it again, and send it back down into the ruins to deter the next adventurer. And also to, it would also just, it'd just bink and close and close off the dungeons for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what the, that's the main purpose of the sword. It's just to close off the dungeons a week after the adventurers opened them because they never remember to come back. They always just leave it open. Yeah, so that, so yes, I sell the sword, he gets it back, he enchants it back to life, the sword goes doop 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 down, down, the, down the column, and just sits there, making sure that the the city is sealed off again, and trying to fight off anyone that tries to unseal it again. And then, if, if he does get defeated, sword does get defeated, gets sold back to Timokif for another sixteen adventure tokens. And then it does it all over again and again and again and again and again and again and again. But okay. But 
as I say, this sword going back to be enchanted again is part of the entire system that keeps the Undercity sealed and also makes sure that only experienced adventurers go down there and then it closes them up after they're done with it. That's the system. Or maybe it isn't. I, uh, I think it's working on dungeon rules. So you just, yeah, you just got to go through a dungeon to unlock something. Anyway, I want my 16 adventurer tokens. It tends to be 16 adventurer tokens makes you not really ask too many questions. All right, it's gone. And I've got 16 adventurer tokens. Well, I must thank you, he says. It's truly something I'm proud to own. Though I suspect I'll find someone and take it off my hands soon enough. Yes, I know. You've probably done this about a dozen times. Don't know where this guy's getting all his adventurer tokens from. Maybe. Maybe he has some sort of agreement with Tallies. Because Tallies wants people to go down into the dungeons. And explore there. Because it. He likes people having adventures. Yes, yes it's, it's all a very, it's a very, it's a very complicated conspiracy, which exists entirely in my head. You spend several minutes speaking to Kimcliffe, which during which time you tell him your name. Well, Sir Crokey, and he says, as you prepare to set off on your way, I again thank you. Thank you. And if you come across anything else I might like to see, bring it in. Okay, let's show him some more items. Plenty more to show him. Oh, my glittering ice shield is melting. I'll have to fix that. But soon, soon. The frowning stone amulet. The moment you reveal the frowning stone amulet, it's Timokiv's eyes wide he steps forward to closely examine the item. Very interesting, he says, turning the amulet over with his hands as he studies it from all angles. How'd you end up with this? Well, suppose I'd rather not know. Fine piece, though. Timokith immediately offers to purchase the amulet from you. He tells you he will give you eight adventurer tokens for it. So we all know he's actually an... I'm pretty sure he's an agent for tallies. His whole point is Tallies has just got Tallies has through his various contracts. He's got a list of items that he has deposited in various places you can only get to through exciting adventure. And he's just he's cut he's put he's put those have been sent out or he's put them there or he's made a note of them. Anyway, there's a list. Timokiff has this list of things. Things for adventurers to find. Find, and this is how much. And, and then Tallies has given him the adventure tokens and some gold to cover it. That's what it is. He's, he's an agent for Tallies. That's why he has adventurer tokens. Because Tallies has all the adventurer tokens. He... Especially after he went went on an adventure to the realm where adventurer tokens originally come from. Yes. 
Yes, yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. He immediately offers to purchase the amulet from you. He tells you he will give you eight adventurer tokens from it, for it. Okay, here we go. Terakith hands you eight adventurer tokens and smiles broadly as he takes possession of the frowning amulet. All right, eight adventurer tokens gained. Well, I must thank you. This is truly something I'm proud to have. Thus, six obsessed, I'll find someone in in taking it off my hands soon enough. Oh, no, you, we all know you've already been paid. You've already been paid for it. <laughs> because of the agreement with Tallies that I previously theorised. You spend several minutes speaking to Timokif, during which time you tell him your name. Well, Sir Cookson, he says, as you prepare to sit on your way. Again, thank you. If you come across anything else I might like to see, bring it in. Show me some more of my items. Just going down the list. Neck, wrist, the thick iron wing. Yes. Timberkiff eyes widen slightly as she produced the thick iron wing. He carefully study, he studies it carefully for a few moments and then nods. He tells you he will give you four adventure tokens for the wing. Well, doesn't do anything, they'll have it, have it. Timberkiff promptly hands you four adventure tokens and takes possession of the thick iron wing. Very interesting item, he says, examining the wing closely. Thank you for bringing it to me. Alright, let's show him some more of the items. Okay, we've got, got through the wings, the belt, the pendants. Okay, what's this white plume? Is that one of the things? Not quite the sort of thing he's after. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't on Tally's list. Okay, uh, let's see, the stone... Stone Rat Idol. Let's use this. The moment you show Timokif the Stone Rat Rat Idol, his eyes widen and he steps forward to examine it closely. After several minutes of intense scrutiny, he tells you he's willing to give you four adventure tokens and 5,000 gold for it. It's most unique, he says. Let me know, let me know if you find my offer suitable. That's four adventure tokens and 5,000 gold for something that has already fulfilled its purpose. For me, so of course I'll say. Timokrith promptly hands you four adventure tokens and a bag containing 5,000 gold. You then promptly take possession of the stone rat idol. Yep, once again, one of the things that ta on Tally's list. And I guess the 5,000 gold is because he's actually going to sell it to someone. You know, just someone who has a has an interest in, in rats. He's just the rat guy. He just has lots of rat art all over the place. Got rat portraits, rat sculpture, sculpture a harps, an enchanted harpsichord that plays rat music. I don't know what that sounds like. Well, like he's got an or <laughs> he's got an orchestra that follows around, dressed as rats. <laughs> he's just he's just a really rat obsessed guy, but he he's rich enough that everybody gets away with it. Purchase, I'm truly happy with. He says, stroking the head of the stone stone rat. Oh, maybe he's the rat obsessed guy. <laughs> 
Thank you again, friend. Show him some more items. Okay, okay, okay. Bowl of blood. Do, 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 do. Serpent skull. Does that do anything? No. No, no, not that one. Seeking stone. Wool of Iacor. Quick stone. Phantom power heart shaped emeralds. Let's use those. Typically size wildness, you produce a pair of heart-shaped animals. This solves them carefully for several minutes. At last he tells you he will give you four adventurer tokens for the gems. And since they're gems, he'll probably be able to sell them for, you know, regular gold. As well as the as well as the commission that he got from Tallies. Yeah. Sony Emeralds for four adventurer tokens. Timothy promptly hands you four adventure tokens and takes possession of a pair of heart-shaped emeralds. Well, I think I know someone who would quite, who would fancy these, he says, holding the gems up to the light. Quite extraordinary. Show him some more items. I think there's still more to go. Just check... Plenty of red, long iron key, iron, what's that, iron wand? Is that one of them? No. Uh, iron wand. Iron cube skull, broken chisel, high bound book, green coin bag. Game master's quill. Engraved bone wand, yeah, I just got that, so... Yeah, one of those. The moment you show Temokriff the engraved bow wand, his eyes widen, and he politely asks if he may examine it. You hand in the wand, he looks looks it over closely before heading it, handing it back. This is a most remarkable piece, he says. I'd be willing to offer you a trade for it, if you're interested. Listen to his trade offer. Timocliff produces three tattered wolf pelts, each of which have been crafted into a different piece of attire. He lays out a set of le leggings, crude hat and a wagged cape. Each of the pelt items is covered with clumps of grey and black fur. You immediately recognise three articles to be crafted from the same sort of tattered wolf pelt as the one you already possess. I've got to get the full set for something that will be revealed later. And has already been revealed with Zoop's adventures. I was sold these by a man named Barnabor, says Timothy. Do you know him? He told me related to some great secret, supposedly somewhere in Fogborough. Though I'm not sure I would stake any big sizable part of gold on that claim. Still, there is something about them. I'll trade all three of them for that one. What do you say? Now, this is the only way you can get them, and the one doesn't do anything else. Well, who is Barnabor? Barnabor the Undaunted. Barnabor is one of the most illustrious adventurers and warriors of the current age. Perhaps second only to Thrimback. And maybe one other adventurer, whose name we need not mention. 
Although long considered an outlaw in Tulsa, due to his known association with several powerful and unscrupulous characters, Barnabor has since mended his ways, and recently played his debt to the kingdom by way of a lengthy stint in the dungeons of Seer. Since in regaining his freedom, the imposing black-bearded warrior has been involved in several grand adventures, and has begun to restore his name and image, both of which were tarnished due to his previous associations. And if you go to the battlegrounds, you can meet him and fight him. Okay, let's trade it away. Tirithka smiles as she takes possession of the engraved bone wand, then hands you the three items crafted out of the tattered wolf pelt. Alright, I've got tattered wolf pelt leggings, hat, and cape. This, the, this broad tattered piece of wolf pelt covered with clumps of grey and black fur has been crafted into a crude cape, and they're all pretty much the same. Just what they are. And they all have terrible stats. Well then. Well, there we have it then, says Timocraft as he holds up the bone wand, moving his, running his fingers along its engraved surface. It's always nice to do a bit of business with a real adventurer. Okay, I think that's everything that you can trade in, but I'll just... Yeah, 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 I've, tra I've traded in everything to Timmy Kiff that I can for now. But other things will turn up that he, that he will want. Or has been told he wants. Or has been commissioned to accept or something like that. Anyhow, I think that's that's everything that that's all the explorations in Pack War done. So next up is the formal adventures. I think I'll start with a lonely stretch of road, which I think will unlock other things once I've finished that. And so, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.